Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Timeless Wealth. Today, I have with me Jalal Madandi and special guest, Jonathan. Welcome back. This is Jonathan Khan, a director uh, in the National Client Group. You were on here last time, but with a mustache. So for all those people watching, <laughs> it's still the same guy. <laughs> same guy, mustacheless. Uh, well, it tells you how long it's been here. It's been, what, eight months? Because yep. that was my Movember mustache. Right, so right. yeah, it's finally you gone. It pretty well. Feel a little lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you rocked it pretty well. But, uh, yeah, it'll be back. But uh, well, yeah, we're in a, a bit months. of a different environment this time, too. Interest rates have continued to rise. And so today we thought it would be interesting instead of talking about from the market perspective, because markets tend to be go are going quite well. Mm -hmm. But it asks the question on the lending side and from a credit perspective, what are your clients facing? So for business owners today, that's what we're going to dig into. Okay. And welcome to our, our new location of our podcast. Yeah, so you're the first it. one in the new location. Excellent. So welcome. Pretty so awesome coming here. up next, a great discussion on credit with Jonathan. Well, welcome, everybody, and thanks again, Jonathan, for being here. Um, so again, we're going to be talking about the, the markets from a credit perspective in the current environment that we're in today. And so you started talking, we, we had a conversation earlier, and we started talking about the five C's of credit. So we thought maybe we can address what those are as a refresher for people, but then kind of dig in on what areas of those that we're thinking about given the current credit cycle that we're in. Sounds good. So for a bit of context, so in my role in, in corporate lending, uh, credit is something that we dive into literally on a daily basis. Yeah. And, and it's probably in and around as exciting, I, I understand, as an accountant talking about <laughs> audits. But uh, when it comes to lending and, and lending of all sorts, not just lending in, in corporate lending that, that we do, but lending to individuals, to small businesses, yeah. to even the largest corporations in the world. The fundamentals of looking at credit is, is fairly the same. And yeah. so there's this concept of the five C's of credit. Yeah. And the way I like to think about them are in a bit of two different pieces. One is more of the science and then the other is more of the art. So there's a bit of art and science to credit. And so on the science side are the things like capacity, which is a borrower's ability to make its individual loan payments. Mm -hmm. So you can think of this as its ability to service its debt. So that's like more like the technicals. Correct. Right? Mm -hmm. It's technical, quantitative, yeah. if you want to think yeah. about it that way. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, capital, mm -hmm. which is the amount of wealth or assets that an individual or a corporation might have to support uh, their, their loan. Right. And then there's collateral, which, of course, is the security that might be available. Now, those right. three things together are fairly easily measured right. and can be found through balance sheets and through the income statements and the financial statements. Right. So, but fairly quantitative and you can measure those and, and that's fairly straightforward. Yeah. The other two C's of credit are character and conditions. And I like to think of these more of the, as the art right. of credit. Yeah. And so you can imagine character is really around the track record of repayments, the uh, reputation mm -hmm. uh, of the business and mm -hmm. the borrower in the market. You know, these are sort of things that are 
qualitative in nature, mm-hmm. a little bit more difficult to measure things that you really need to understand the management, the ownership, the leadership right, of the business right. to really get a good assessment of the character and what they are expected to do. Right. And then the last is conditions. And typically conditions is something that we think about from the perspective of the conditions of the loan. What can they do? What are they not allowed to do? Right. What's the tenor or the term of the loan? Right. Um, however, I also like to think of conditions like what are the market conditions yes. in which yeah. the loan is being provided? And right, right now, like you said, interest about, rates like, are high. In, like industry conditions? Like Absolutely. If they're going through different I think about too. all of that right, when it comes right. to conditions. So yeah. you can see as you think about it in those two segments of art and science that mm-hmm. you bring those two together and that is the, the way that credit is thought of, right. as I said, from individual all the way up to the largest corporations. So if, I, if I'm a business owner and those two that are just, to your point, they're not easy to measure, what sort of things help you assess that? So if I come to you, what sort of things are you looking to assess my character, reputation, condition? Like what sort of things are you looking for? I'll, I'll split it up into two things. Yeah. One is character. Really, this comes down to relationship right. and knowing your borrower, your prospective yeah. client, your client. And that takes time yeah. to develop a relationship, sure. get to know them, get to know their management team, understand the business itself inside yeah. and out. Uh, in some cases, meeting with some of the senior management of the different divisions. Right. But you're taking everything that you can to understand that individual in person. And yeah. that can take some time, but it's time but well spent. But as a business owner, I really want my banker to understand my business exactly. so that when I come to ask for certain things that you have a concept and I'm not having to re-educate all the time. It's exactly. Like you, you get me, you get what I'm trying to achieve. So 100%. And it's not sense. something that is only useful for a credit decision, mm-hmm. building relationships, understanding what's most important. Yep to them how we can be most helpful so Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong at all with doing that it's it's very very helpful also in banking and lending we've got the concept of know your client so there's certain compliance requirements that we have to make sure that we understand our client we understand what's important for them we understand the products we're selling to them so there's a lot of good reasons why developing a really strong relationship is important so that relationship would go under conditions right Uh, i would put that under character character. under character character. okay so i just had a i I think you had a question i just had a really quick question and that was cool okay so you mentioned before the three I'd say, I'd say the tenets of science, so capacity, uh, capital, and collateral, those mm-hmm. are more like probably like historical data, right? Or just up until the day, obviously, of review, un, under review. And then you mentioned, and then you were talking about the conditions, right? sorry, character, about mm-hmm. getting to know your client, right? And that can take time, the relationship and, and understanding uh, the management team and all that stuff. Does it change from one sector to another? When you're analyzing, for example, even the management team or even the raw data that you're getting, for example, previously you mentioned balance sheets and stuff, things that are easily measured, quantitative. My question is, does it, um, does the context change from one type of company or one industry, one company in one industry versus another company in another industry? Like does the debt or does the information make, uh, does the context of the information change from a tech company to a health company, to a transportation company? Any Absolutely. thoughts on that? Absolutely. Yeah. Every industry has its own drivers, mm-hmm. its own risks, its own nuances. Mm-hmm. So, while on the surface, a lot of the metrics that we might look at when we're assessing a borrower or looking to lend money will be similar, there might be different levels within one industry or another. So mm-hmm. one industry may just generally be more capital intensive mm-hmm. and therefore you might expect certain metrics within the business to be mm-hmm. a little bit different right. than, let's say, a software company, sense. for mm-hmm. example. So yeah. there's certainly different industry metrics yeah. That, yeah. that you would keep your eye on. For so sure. of course, then in that case, the individual, <clears throat> excuse me, so the banker would obviously have to have a deeper knowledge in that specific industry or sector. Like he can't just take, you know, um, if he's 
like very specialized in transportation, you can't really use that specialty to apply, for example, to a software company, as you mentioned, or like a tech company, right? Like you'd, you'd have to have an understanding of how that sector operates at what cash flow, at what debt level, all that stuff. Absolutely. And that ties back to, you know, the discussion you're going to have with a, with a client or a borrower about character, right? Getting to gotcha. know their business and that helps. Well, and I think yeah. you might be able to talk on this because this is what I found with your group because of the way we're organized here at National Bank, the access that you have for industry specialists and the data and research that yes. you can get on those industries. Yes. You're you're much quicker to get up to speed on a particular industry versus, you know, just Absolutely. a general banker who doesn't, you know, has to kind of field their own way. We have deep connections with that department. 100%. Which is it's, really, really unique. It's a huge tool in the toolbox yeah. to be able to leverage the industry expertise from our investment banking group, from yeah. our our M&A group. And that ties back to the last C, which is the conditions is, yeah. you know, lending in particular conditions and different market relies, requires us to rely on teammates and other colleagues. For example, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll reach into our economic research team and Stefan Marion here at National Bank right. will have research that he and his team put out. We'll leverage that to understand what does the market condition look like? Mm-hmm. What are the things we should be thinking mm-hmm. about when we're putting a loan out? What are things that we can bring to our clients mm-hmm. to give them information to help them make better decisions as yeah. far as the current market. And by market yeah. conditions, obviously, uh, of course, also futuristic outlook, right? Like Certainly. for the next two Certainly. to five, 10 years or whatever. Yeah. Certainly. On yeah. And then as well of the conditions of structuring the loan. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the way I think about it is you can buy a four bedroom house with three bathrooms and have an architect design that, but you could have the same architect design a four bedroom, three bathroom home in an infinite number of ways. Right. And if right. you think about structuring a loan or making the architecture of a loan, it's the same thing. Right. You can have a tenor and a price and all sorts of other quantitative metrics, yeah. but it's really around what are the covenants, what are the conditions? And right. that, again, leaning on the mm-hmm. quality of the teammates is working together to come up with a structure that makes sense for the client and really right. tailor something so that we can set up the conditions mm-hmm. to give the loan so right. that you know both the, the client and ourselves Which again, can makes sense. It. If you have a really good understanding of their particular business, those things can be really accretive to their bottom line if you know how to set it up properly. Totally. Because yeah. we want to give them as much flexibility as they need, which again goes back to understanding their business, mm-hmm. what are the drivers, and then we can tailor what we're doing yeah. uh, right. through them. Give me an example of a structure of a loan. Like I've, I've never obviously structured a loan, yeah, never yeah. give a loan out. What does a structure of a loan look like? like yeah, can, I'll, I'll, give high, yeah, I'll give it at a high, high level. level. So yeah, like, I'd love to you'll have that. certain metrics around the tenor of the loan. How many years are you going to provide that commitment mm-hmm. to the borrower? Yeah. Certainly you're going to have pricing mm-hmm. as a component of that. You're going to have financial covenants that the borrower has to stay within as they're moving themselves forward. Right. And then you get to the okay. nuances of um, negative covenants, things that the borrower may not do. Uh, and so those are the ways in which you can keep guardrails around the client. And in some cases, there are things that are very, very important that they need to have flexibility on. So you can give a little bit more latitude on those particular negative covenants. And then on the things that maybe you want to be a little tighter on that doesn't have as much of an impact on the client, mm-hmm. you can be a little tighter there. So it's all mm-hmm. about really understanding and fine tuning that structure mm-hmm. to make sure that you can find something that works best for gotcha. them as well okay. as the bank. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. So I think that covers the five C's. But now my question is market environment. How do we look at things now? Like you were just talking about covenants and Mm -hmm. things like that. That's obviously probably having an impact as rates continue to go higher. The impact on the business from our investment side, what we're seeing is markets look really great right now, right? We've had this good recovery the first half of the year. 
But we asked the question, if rates keep going up, there must be an impact to having to, that's going on with businesses. And you're seeing that on your side. Um, can you tell us a little bit, you know, what you're seeing on, on the credit side right now? Yeah, definitely. And so how it affects companies, like how yeah. the companies are actually getting affected. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So uh, I'll take a half a step back and just think about the the the, the environment that we're in right mm -hmm. now where... Uh, in Canadian banking, you have a lot of excitement that we haven't seen before. The Canadian banking is not usually a place that you expect to see excitement, but you have <laughs> pretty boring. Uh, one of, one of the yeah, one of the large banks made an acquisition in the U.S. and is navigating through that. You yep. had another Canadian bank uh, not proceed with an acquisition in the U.S. You have uh, another large Canadian bank acquiring a division, a Canadian division of another bank. You have a, another regional bank in Quebec announcing a strategic review mm -hmm. and potentially selling themselves. So mm -hmm. all of this happening of in the movement. dynamic of the Canadian market. And so the reason I raise that is because ultimately, as institutions are thinking about their own strategies and what they're doing and their mm -hmm. own risks, it does play a role in how they make credit decisions. Right. And so what we're seeing now within our own book is companies... And, and just sorry, on that, yeah. the, the, I was going to say the reason for that is they have to have... The bank itself has to have capital available to make these acquisitions and these purchases, which may change how they lend that, out yeah, to the business owner, correct. right? Yeah, yeah, I was correct. just going to ask the exact yeah. same thing. You got yeah. it. You got it. So they're credit committees and their credit groups are looking at every transaction. Now, of course, it's not just related to what's happening in the banking market. If mm -hmm. you look at, like you said, interest rates are rising. Right. Inflation is still right. high. There is the potential for a recession, depending mm -hmm. on who you speak with. And so all of these things are in the minds of uh, executives of all sorts, but mm -hmm. certainly within the bank and certainly within the credit department. Right. And so when they're looking at loans, and it makes complete sense, you would understand this completely, they need to be a little bit more cautious. They need right. to be a little bit more thoughtful. They want yeah. to be a little bit more judicious yeah. with how they're deploying that capital because mm -hmm. it is scarce. And so what we're seeing in live time is transactions that, for example, I was mentioning this before we started recording, we were in a transaction within our group where the other lender was right at the table all the way up until uh, preparing to close. And just before closing, came back to the borrower and said, listen, we'd prefer to have another lender here. Mm -hmm. And we stepped in and participated there. So that's right. a perfect example of a live transaction they've been working on for a few right. months that almost got to the finish line. And that credit committee or that banking group decided, you know what, we're going to take a little pivot here. Yeah. And so stories like that can mm -hmm. can a really good indicator that when things are volatile and yeah. things are uncertain you will see behaviors like this from So that's a good point lenders. because as a business owner right we're just coming to the bank going I need a loan but we also have to remember the bank is a business itself and they're looking at their own loan books yep. their risk how much they have in one particular industry versus another if they need capital for other parts of their own business yes. that all becomes part of that equation yep. so to your point, that relationship and that art piece, you might want to know, have multiple bankers in the event that something might be going on with your your, your main multiple home bankers. Bank. It comes back so to the true. one well, got yeah. two bankers. Here we go again. Comes back to I that. this last time we talked, and, <laughs> yeah. and you know, I said it kind of as a joke last time, but we hadn't, you know, eight months hadn't passed yet, and yeah, now we now see look at what's it, happening. Yeah. And the you know, I, I joked about it before, but it is it, it it's you know serious. It, it's true. Yeah. You know, if even if it's not to move your business, even if it's not to do another transaction, right. it never hurts to talk to to get a second opinion. We yeah. do this when we go to 
the doctor. We do this for all sorts of things. Right. Even when we're taking decisions amongst our friends for something, True. you know, in, in, insignificant, we'll yeah. ask a couple of friends. Well, to well, your point, going back to the architect, of course, if somebody models it one way, you see how somebody else models precisely. it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you're a leader in a business, uh, CEO, CFO, or, or any senior leader mm-hmm. within a business, you should be talking to more than one rank. Right. You should right. be getting advice from well, can picking I, the I brain I imagine yeah. that client you just described, they get up to that final stage, they think everything's good and all of a sudden, oh wait, change, you need to bring in another banker on this transaction. Right. Like that's an impact to, to your business. Nobody, right. likes, <laughs> like, what? Nobody likes negative surprises. No, and no. so, you know, these sorts of environments are all about mitigating risk, being proactive. And so having many options is yeah. always a good way to right. go. So that you just avoid those things and you can sleep at night. Well, one thing I will say, particularly about National Bank, is they're doubling down on their commitment to Canadians and Canadian businesses, right? We, we haven't moved to the U.S. Yeah. In, in that big way. So that's a big, you know, push for us right now is mm-hmm. focused on Canadian businesses. And uh, you can see why, because there's a lot of distractions uh, that are going on at the other banks. And yeah. uh, that, that's the opportunity, right? Yeah, so. absolutely. I mean, we're really fortunate in that we are covering uh, outside of Quebec, which is a, a yeah. lot of white space for, for the institution. Right. And it's an opportunity for us to come at the market in a thoughtful way, absolutely. in a proactive way, uh, do a lot of listening and learning with our clients and understanding, for sure. and then executing with excellence and right. bringing in the right team, bringing in the group holistically, and right. not just looking to be transactional with clients, right. but looking to really build a good long-term relationship so that we're supporting entrepreneurs, family-founded businesses. Because the reality is the country was built on entrepreneurs and and taking those risks. And so we want to be supporting them. I think the last... yeah, I think the last uh, consensus was like 65% of, uh, of businesses in Canada are small businesses, family-run businesses, and that's where employment, the majority of employment comes from. Yeah, so no it's def- definitely yeah. a great industry. We're at uh, close to about 18 minutes, but you did have one of the questions that I really loved. What was that one? This one right here, I think. The difference between an individual and a business. So a lot of what you said around the five C's of credit, right, can apply. It's the same from a personal, like if you're going for your personal loans. But what are some of the things, and you've touched on a few of them, but you look at it from a different perspective from a business. So you still have like the character of the person Mm -hmm. doing a credit check. Mm -hmm. On that art piece, like we talked about, yeah. what what other things are you looking for and how do you collect some of that information? Like if we had a listener right now listening mm-hmm. and he wanted to see maybe he wanted to see if he's got all the check marks to approach you guys to get a loan, for instance, mm-hmm. on the character side, like, okay. you know, as an individual or as a as a corporate. As a, as a business. Let's say, out of, I as, would a say business. as a business. Yeah. What, like, what are some things you'd want this individual to hear for his business and, you know, make sure he has those check marks checked off? Certainly we want to see a, a track record of the business just being managed effectively. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can gather some of that when we look at statements and look at historical right. performance. Mm-hmm. But we also want to ask about different challenges the business might have mm-hmm. had and mm-hmm. how they navigated through that. We I also like want that. to understand like the ownership structure. And mm-hmm. if there is more than one owner, what does that relationship look like between What's the succession plan going forward? Because that can have right. an impact on how they ultimately manage the business or deploy mm-hmm. folks to replace them when they move themselves forward. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know it's not as specific an example, example as you would like, but the reason for that is because it's so nuanced in the information that you need to learn mm-hmm. about right. meeting a CEO or a CFO or a shareholder, yeah. understanding their business, what's important to them. That takes time and it takes uh, you know a lot of thoughtful back and forth right. and question right. to make sure that we can understand what's most important for them, but also 
what are they like? What what's sort of the feel? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. More of like the, definitely like as you mentioned yeah. before, more of a qualitative analysis yeah. of the of yeah. the individuals that are running the company, the company itself, yeah. uh, the industry, all that stuff for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's all about getting to know your banker and getting your banker to understand you, right? So, you and uh, you're great at having those conversations and, and bringing that information to light on the art yeah. side, and and obviously you're great at the science. Jonathan, side. So it's a, it's a perfect match. So yeah, thank you again. This has been a great chat today, and uh, we'll have you back next next time and hopefully before the the mustache comes <laughs> yeah, back. <my> <laughs> Good to Thanks, John. Again, yeah. I can't wait to see it again. Absolutely. Till next